with the beginning of the Passion Gospel, which we are about to read, we begin Holy Week. And as this Passion Gospel is read, you have a part to play in this Passion Gospel. Because if we honestly reflect on this story, we find ourselves in many places in this story. You see, it isn't a story of good people and bad people. You know, oh, I wish I could be some of the good people in this story rather than those clearly bad people. No, throughout this story we're about to enter into, there's only one good person here, and it's Jesus. Everyone else in the story has all kinds of mixed motives. And so as we enter into the story, as we are cast as these characters within this story, it is an opportunity for us to be reminded of just how far and broad and deep humanity's sin goes. And so as we enter into this story, we are reminded that we have a bit of Pilate in each of us. Horrifyingly, we have a bit of Judas and Caiaphas in each of us. We have the mixed motives of Peter in us, and along with all the rest of these cast of characters that we will enter into. And so we begin our Holy Week. So we're reminded of our brokenness in this story and our desperate need for the culmination of this story. We are reminded as we are cast in this story that we truly need this story in our lives because we sinners need a Savior, and we find him here. And so you need to get out your scripts, and your scripts are Matthew's Gospel. If you'll turn and grab the pew Bibles, not your own Bibles, because this time we need to be literally on the same page. If you grab your pew Bibles in front of you, I invite you to turn to page 832. Page 832 in the pew Bibles. You're finding Matthew 26. We'll begin at verse 14 in a moment. And as I read, you'll be following along. But you're cast in everyone who speaks other than Jesus or the narrator. So anytime another character speaks in this story that's not Jesus nor the narrator or quoting one of the prophets, in all those moments, you will speak those lines. And to indicate that, each time we come to one of those lines for you to say, I will say the word together. And that is your indication to read along. We will remain seated until we come to Golgotha, the place of the skull. And at that point, I will invite you to rise, and we stand in wonder and horror at what transpires as the Son of Man comes to his place of execution. And then at the moment of his death, we will pause. Allow the story to draw you in. As you enter into your roles in this story, allow those roles to speak into your life. Ask the Holy Spirit in this holy reading of Scripture to truly begin for you your holy week. Let us begin. The Passion of the Christ. Beginning at verse 14, page 832. 
Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said together, what will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. Now, on the first day of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying together, where will you have us prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, go into the city to a certain man and say to him, the teacher says, my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus directed them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And as they were eating, he said, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were very sorrowful and began to say to him one after another together, Is it I, Lord? He answered, He who has dipped his hand in the dish with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he'd not been born. Judas who would betray him, answered together, Is it I, Rabbi? He said to him, You have said so. Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they would sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock Will be scattered. But after I'm raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered him together, Though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this very night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him together, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same. Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. And taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, So could you not watch with me one hour? 
Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, for the second time, he went away and prayed, My father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And again he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. So leaving them again, he went away and prayed for the third time, saying the same words again. Then he came to the disciples and said to them, Sleep and take your rest later on. See, the hour is at hand. And the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. While he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the twelve And with him a great crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests and the elders of the people. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, together, the one I will kiss is the man, seize him. And he came up to Jesus at once and said, together, greetings, Rabbi. And he kissed him. And Jesus said to him, friend, do what you came to do. Then they came up and laid hands on Jesus and seized him. And behold, one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Then Jesus said to him, put your sword back into its place, for all those who take the sword will perish by the sword. Do you think that I cannot appeal to my Father, and he will give at once, send me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then should the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? At that hour, Jesus said to the crowds, have you come out against against us as a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day, I sat in the temple teaching and you did not seize me. But all this has taken place that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Then those who seized Jesus led him to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and elders had gathered. And Peter was following him at a distance as far as the courtyard of the high priest. And going inside, he sat with the guards to see the end. The chief priests and the whole council were seeking false testimony against Jesus that they might put him to death, but they found none, though many false witnesses came forward. At last, two came forward and said together, This man said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to rebuild it in three days. And the high priest stood up and said, together, have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? But Jesus remained silent. And the high priest said to him, together, I adjure you by the living God, tell us if you are the Christ the Son of God. Jesus said to him, you have said so. But I tell you from now on, you will see the Son of Man seated on the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his robes and said together, he has uttered blasphemy. What further witnesses do we need? You have now heard his blasphemy. What is your judgment? They answered together, he deserves death. Then they spit in his face and struck him, and some slapped him, saying together, prophesy to us, you Christ, 
Who is it that struck you? Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard, and a servant girl came up to him and said together, you also were with Jesus, the Galilean. But he denied it before them all, saying together, I do not know what you mean. And when he went out to the entrance, another servant girl saw him, and she said to the bystanders together, this man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied it with an oath together, I do not know the man. After a little while, the bystanders came up and said to Peter, together, certainly you too are one of them, for your accent betrays you. Then he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear together, I do not know the man. And immediately the rooster crowed. And Peter remembered the saying of Jesus, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. When morning came, all the chief priests and the elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. They bound him and led him away and delivered him over to Pilate the governor. Then when Judas, his betrayer, saw that Jesus was condemned, he changed his mind and brought back the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders, saying, together, I have sinned by betraying innocent blood. They said together, what is that to us? See to it yourself. And throwing down the pieces of silver into the temple, he departed and he went and hanged himself. But the chief priests, taking the pieces of silver, said together, it is not lawful to put them into the treasury since it is blood money. So they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field as a burial place for strangers. Therefore, that field has been called the field of blood to this day. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken by the prophet Jeremiah, saying, And they took the 30 pieces of silver, the price of him on whom a price had been set by some of the sons of Israel, and they gave them for the potter's field as the Lord directed me. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, Together, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said, You have said so. But when he was accused by the chief priests and elders, he gave no answer. Then Pilate said to him, together, do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he gave him no answer, not even a single charge, so that the governor was greatly amazed. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to release for the crowd any one prisoner whom they wanted. And they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. So when they gathered, Pilate said to them together, whom do you want me to release for you? Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ. For he knew it was out of envy that they had delivered him up. Besides, while he was sitting on the judgment seat, his wife sent word to him together, have nothing to do with that righteous man, for I have suffered much because of him today in a dream. Now the chief priests 
and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to destroy Jesus. The governor again said to them together, which of the two of you do you want me to release for you? And they said together, Barabbas. Pilate said to them together, then what shall I do with Jesus who is called Christ? They all said together, let him be crucified. And he said together, why, what evil has he done? But they shouted all the more together, let him be crucified. So when Pilate saw that he was gaining nothing, but rather that a riot was beginning, he took water and washed his hands before the crowd, saying together, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. And on the people, all the people answered together, his blood be on us and on our children. Then he released for them Barabbas, and having scourged Jesus, delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters and they gathered the whole battalion before him and they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on his head and put a reed in his right hand and kneeling before him, they mocked him saying together, Hail, King of the Jews. And they spit on him and took a reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the robe, put his own clothes on him, and led him away to crucify him. And as they went, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. They compelled this man to carry his cross and when they came to a place called Golgotha, when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, they offered him wine to drink mixed with gall, but he tasted it and he would not drink it. And when they crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. And over his head, they put the charge against him, which read together, this is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying together, you who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes and the elders mocked him, saying together, he saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the King of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross and we will believe in him. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now if he desires him. For he said, I am the son of God. And the robbers who were crucified with him also reviled him in the same way. 
Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said together, this man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink. But the others said together, wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the earth shook and the rocks split. The tombs also were opened and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When the centurion and those who were with him keeping watch over Jesus saw the earthquake and what took place, they were filled with awe and said together, truly, this was the Son of God. There were also many women there looking on from a distance who had followed Jesus from Galilee ministering to him. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Joseph and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. And when it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who was also a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be given to him. And Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen shroud and laid it in his own new tomb, which he'd cut in the rock. And he rolled the great stone to the entrance of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were there, sitting opposite the tomb. 